cliffcentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the cliffcentral.com website where there's a show for you. Central.com. It is Friday morning. I put the wrong microphone. <laughs> there we go. This is Sex Talk with John T. Searle and Tamar. Hi! <laughs> very perky. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm back in my naughty land. I'm back in front of my guru. You know, I'm happy. We're talking about orgasms and the limitation, but the or- I'm happy. That's fantastic. Mm. So it's very cool to have you back here. Thank you. What did we talk about last week? Oh, oh, man parties, man parties, which I kind of, of googled for they days were, till I realized yeah. it's just a beautiful name <laughs> to say men on a guy on guy. Or there we go. Yeah, so which was, was, by the way, a really cool show to listen it was, to. It was really cool, and we got some nice feedback from it. And I mm. hope you all enjoyed the kissing tips that you got. Sure. So, message us this morning. Call us on WhatsApp, 079-748-2090. Eargasms and expectations. And I'm going to explain what an eargasm is <laughs> and where today's show came from. But first, we are going to do this. Ninja Sex. Chocolate Starfish. Twitter bag. Calipagian. Today's dirty dictionary word is Andromimetophilia. Dirty dictionary word Andromimetophilia. Uh, you know, I think my gynecologist told me I have that. <laughs> I really, I really, I, I remember that clearly, and it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't was this good. about in terms of the discharge or the smell? <laughs> well, or? it was more like kind of like your lost case. Let's yeah. just you have that and that. It's an endometriosophilia. And, and go and away. Just fuck off. <laughs> just don't waste my time, girl. Don't stop with the swinging parties. You have to stop it. So Eric has joined us. Hi. Looking very spiffy with your glasses and your cap. Thanks. <laughs> you know, when I told him, I, I don't ear, know, I don't know what to do. It's yeah. eargasms. You, he felt safe. He felt oh, safe. you it's said eargasms. No, no, it's oh. orgasms oh, okay. as well. But it's the possibility. Oh, so it's okay. ear, it's not, it has nothing to do with the anus. Okay. So he is oh, happy. I'm safe. I feel. I feel looked after already. Okay, andromimetophilia. Any idea? Oh uh, it sounds like it involves water and liking philia. Three cups of rice. <laughs> And a bicycle pump. 
No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I, but I feel like there's water involved. I feel like okay. some, somebody's underwater or in water or busy with water. Okay, well, you are water. so far from this Thank one. God. You are so Woo. far see, away. You see, your mother brought you up well. Yes. That's it. You don't know what it and is. And I haven't explored that part of the internet. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so message us on 0797482090. We Tell won't judge you. what you think mm-hmm. andromyometophilia is. Yes. Jesus, Jonty, what is this fucking science? Like, dude, give us something easy. I thought it was a cool what word. Is, what is last week's one was? Filler, what? Wait, wait. Also, Philia something. It was the, uh, the, the study of kissing or the science of oh, kissing. Oh, uh, philomatology. There we Philomatology. go. That's the one. Why is my microphone so loud? This is weird. Yeah. I can turn it Please, down a little slightly. You can, we yeah. can shut it down ah, as well. Better? Yes, that that's better. better. Oh, you feel more sensual. Yeah, yeah, the base. The because it's all about not so much. No, no, no. no. no it's not. <laughs> so. Like people are like running away. I have to tell you a few things. Okay. Because we did stuff. We did a water massage thing this week. You did. And I, we did some brand new different things. And we have never gone so Deep. And I'm not exaggerating with this. When people got out of the pool to go to the toilet, they were literally crawling. They literally couldn't stand up with the energy. The energy. It was just mind-blowing. And I just wish I could share this with everybody, that you could experience this, the depth of this, the yeah. peace, the relaxation, the pleasure. Just emphasize the point that uh, there's so much there's so much, and there's yeah. so much possibility. So what's actually come out of it is we've been able to actually create this as an experience, a healing experience for single people and for couples to connect and have incredible intimacy. Okay. And it's just mind-blowing. And from today's topic, I just want to tell you that I wish that every man and every woman could have the pleasure that we are having at the moment and experience what's Possible in terms of your pleasure. So, where did today's show come from? Hmm. My lover and I were kissing and touching and playing. We've been doing it for quite a while, and I really mm-hmm. like her ears. Hmm. So, I started touching her ears lots and massaging and kissing and biting and licking, and she had an orgasm. An ear. That, that's intense. Yeah, Holy shit. That's like, that's like, we want that as well. It is in the land. So I have to quote her on this. Holy shit balls. That's her expression. <laughs> nice. Okay. But Jonti, you, you have a reputation of helping women reaching orgasm by language. Yeah. Even. But this is, yeah. So the point of this whole thing is learn that, that we go into sex with an expectation of how it should be. How it should end of what should happen. And it's a pattern. So most people, every time they have sex, it's the same kind of pattern. Hmm. We kiss, we touch, I touch or kiss your boobs, you suck me, I lick you, we have sex. And for most of us, the criterion that we've put on that to be a successful experience is orgasm. You have an orgasm, I have an orgasm, and we're done, complete. And my joke is, for men, it should be called going, not coming, because after that, guys just want to go to sleep. Cheerio. And that is an incredible limitation. Hmm. Firstly, it's a limitation on how we have orgasms. And the second thing is it's a limitation because of the fact that we focus on that Goal. We got to do whatever we do to make that happen. Sure. So we're not in the moment. We're not feeling the feelings, the sensations, the emotions. We're not present. 
and that cuts down radically on the pleasure that we experience, and it also cuts down on the kind of orgasm that we have. Hmm. So the simple truth is there is no limitation to the kind of orgasm that you can have. Did you, did you know that, Eric? Did you know there's no limitation on the kinds of orgasm you can have? I know there were kinds of. I didn't know there was a, no limitation. Hey, hey <laughs> did I get a already. credit card or like? Yeah, yeah. I was like, shit. I, there I is had such a this cool from savings. Such a cool <laughs> message. Yeah. Can I get my t-shirt signed at Sexpo? Of course, you can get your t-shirt signed at Sexpo. So as long as there's no body there. bodily fluids involved, you can have it signed. That's perfect. <laughs> for you. Do you know if it's a Is it a? Are you going to just smear yourself against it, or do you know if it's a? No, no, no. They want their t-shirt signed. That's all. How do you get from that to bodily fluids? Because the message from last week was, can we exchange bodily fluids? So I'm just thinking, if they come there and do not want to change bodily fluids, that's fine. Actually, wonderful. Mm. Yeah, Janti so, is a sex, this, sexy celeb. I think this celeb. is just a pin. Okay, not 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 a pin in. Okay, it's not pinning me. In. Just a pin. Uh, just like uh, a. I'm just have you not since you came back? Have you not had sex? No, plenty. Like, plenty. It seems all this energy is no, like plenty, going somewhere. Plenty. That's the problem. I got too much. Now I, I want to give it away. No, the, the fact is, I'm just excited. Wonderful. And now you're a celeb, and people want you to sign T-shirts. What's next? Signing boobs. <laughs> well. Yeah, that sounds more like that's it. There we go. So once your boobs sign at sex programs, <laughs> come to see Janti. It's very personal. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. So back to the expectations. The big yeah. O. So the big E. So uh, it's okay. <laughs> what's important here is that there are so many paths to orgasm, and as soon as we think that there's one way, we tend to put it in this little box. And I saw somebody yesterday, for example, who really struggles to have orgasms without her vibrator. Mm-hmm. And that's common for a lot of women. But the simple truth is that once you become open to this beautiful world of possibilities, you can have orgasms from having your toes touched or licked or sucked. You can have orgasms simply from somebody whispering the right stuff in your ear. Because There is, is no limitation. We are these incredible orgasmic pleasure beings. Hmm. And the way that we look at sex limits the fuck out of the pleasure that we have. To be clinically blunt. (laughs) So where does it all come from? Because somebody asked me this week how, if you had to put in, in a really short sentence, where does this all come from? What makes that possible? So I'm going to tell you. It's one, two words. Your heart. That's where it all comes from. The intimacy, the connection, the openness, the vulnerability, the energy that you are willing to feel. That's where it comes from. All right. Stems and, from the heart. Yeah. Makes sense. So the more that it begins with the heart rather than the genitals, the more everything else Happens, And then everything else, all the technique, all the learning is simply almost a commentary on that. It's just an addition to it. So you need all of that stuff because it's important in helping you get there. But the more you're in the heart, the more that happens. So here's an interesting question which kind of really links to this, which is how much do you think society's instant gratification culture plays in this rush to reach 
orgasm. And it plays a huge part in it because we want this quickly. It's like we feel lousy. You have to change it. You have a headache, you take a pill. And you can't feel anything for too long. You can't even feel too good for too long Mm. because we have all these wonderful ideas. You can't have too much of a good thing. And it can't be too good and it can't last forever. Yeah. Fuck you. It can (laughs) last for, and you can have more pleasure and more fun and more joy if you get rid of those ideas. Is it because of the fuck you or? Well, the fuck you is a part of it. <laughs> a part of it. Fuck you and so, have more pleasure. Yeah. 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 You fuck. So the more that we get rid of those ideas, so the mindset in this is so important because that's where so many of our limitations come from, mm. the beliefs that we have about sex. So here's an interesting question. And by the way, quite a lot of this is linked to the journey that we're doing up in Mozambique called Your Sexual Story, Mm. which is how you go from a story of guilt and shame and embarrassment and limitation to this incredible celebration of pleasure and freedom. Eric, that is rude. That is rude. You're going to get spanked for that. (laughs) Yay! And he doesn't even have the manners to go outside. Let's talk on the phone in the studio. You know, I've noticed with comedians that they, you know, I don't know if there's the fact that they're poor. They just need the job so much. I don't know what, what, we're just poor and happy. I don't know. Let's just, you know, we do what we love. I don't know. It looks a bit funny. It's a, it's somebody, it's a gig. Jesus, dude. <laughs> was it a girlfriend at least, Eric? Was it somebody who... Did they promise you... Not my dad, my dad. Oh, your dad. Most awkward. This is like being caught masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> like I felt the, the people... same shame. No, like, dad, you don't know. what I, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, I'm still on I'm, radio. I, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was broken. I was trying to fix it. No, well, John T is an expert of <laughs> IT. <laughs> Uh, it's uh-huh. ITT. Sorry, I I so. didn't. I thought I had it on silent. Uh, yeah, that's what she said. A lot said. of people uh, thought they had a lot of things <laughs> where they shouldn't have. A friend of oh. ours told me on a Sunday morning she opened the window because she thought she heard road, blo- uh, you know, somebody working on the road on a Sunday morning, and she screams, "Shut up! Be quiet!" And she hears something banging, and you know, something really knocking, and. It was her vibrator in the drawer, and she. Ah, so you know, it's just, yeah. Very nice. I thought Very it was nice. on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Uh, so the whole thing first begins with changing your mindset. Get out of this idea that the goal is all that there is, and yeah. get out of the idea that what you think an orgasm is is the ultimate, because it is not. It's nowhere near that. I read an article a while ago that said, and it was an arbitrary figure, and it came from the idea that we use about ten percent of our brains. Yeah. Which is kind of an accepted mm, idea. You mentioned it. And yeah. then somebody comes along like Einstein, like Steve Jobs, like Bill Gates, some of the amazing creative people, and they use a whole lot more of their brains. So I picked an arbitrary number that says we have at an absolute max 30% of the pleasure that we can experience. That's, that's even a compliment. Yeah. Because going through your workshops, and I have to be frank, you know, you, mm. you get, you need to get the credit and you need, to, we need to explain to people they have something to expect. You, what we expect, what we experience as sex, which is very exciting, not necessarily pleasurable. Usually people go after the excitement. Mm. It's thrilling. Wow. You know, it's a new thing or I'm horny. So let's do it spontaneously. All those terms are not really about pleasure. They're about excitement. They're about, kind of getting excited of the idea not being in the moment and the possibilities of pleasure after attending a lot of your workshops and understanding the tools you give are mind-blowing i think we're not using even 
seven to ten percent if i'm giving a biggest compliment to the universe because time it's time consuming i'm tired the kids only people you know you notice people come to you after their 40s usually unless there's a trauma or pain or but when people come to explore pleasure when is that jonti it's late in their lives they start 40 50 and we don't understand the power of that and the transformational power of what it adds to your health, mm. of what it adds to your life in general, to your creativity. And that's an important one. So this is really important for you, Eric. Looks at okay. Yes, because <laughs> what you do comes out of a creative space. So your sexual energy and your creative energy are exactly the same thing. Yes. So the sexual energy manifests in three ways. The first is that you can create life you can have children whether you choose to or not it's there the second is artistic creativity however you express that which is a lot through what you do yeah and the third then is creating yourself your life your world jobs relationships the way you would like them to be so the more of that energy flows the more energy you have to be creative okay yeah and, makes sense makes and sense. then learning to direct that becomes important so Sex is a portal to so many things that are not just about sex, but the more of the pleasure energy that we have, the more that we can create. So it's very much about that idea of energy. So let's talk a little bit about that because it's important to understand yeah. in this whole thing. So everything in our world is an energy. Every color has a frequency. Every sound has a frequency. Every emotion has a frequency. Every organ in the body has a range of optimal health. It's just energy. Everything that we do falls into a channel of energy. Everything that's been done to us falls into a channel of energy. For most of us, the way that we live, those channels are quite narrow. You go to the same places, you eat the same kind of food, you listen to the same kind of music, you watch the same kind of movies, you read the same kind of books. So, interesting. Is it constructive to be like that? No. Off. Well, it's, no, well, it's not constra- it, it's contracting. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. It's more there contracting because it doesn't allow you to expand. So go. if you're always watching the same kind of movies, for example, you're not going to get any new ideas from the movies. Okay. Makes sense. If you eat the same kind of food, it's not going to be that exciting because there's no new you're taste. You're expecting there's the no taste. New you know flavors. what it's going to taste like, yeah. Yeah. So we have this expectation of what it should be. And what life should be and what relationships should be and what sex should be. Instead of opening up and And saying, maybe I have no idea where this can take us to. Let's see what's possible. So for that, you've got to get out of the goal. And then you've got to be in something that's quite interesting called, can I just be in the place of possibility? Which says, I have no real idea of what's going to come from this. There's an amazing place that that makes incredible ice cream. So I go there, and they have something called, there's a Greek Easter bread called Tsureki. Okay. Which is quite a spicy flavor. So they made it Tsureki ice cream. So it's this incredible creamy sensation, but with a spicy twist to it. Yeah. So you think... Ice cream is supposed to be sweet. Yeah. And I really like ice cream. It's really bending your perception on what it should be. That's it. Uh And and I've eaten this ice cream probably six or eight times. I'm still not sure if I really like it. (laughs) But you keep on going back. Because it's this interesting exploration. Mm. And that's what being in that space is. Get out of this fucking goal 
and get more into this exploration and possibility that says, if I'm going to engage with this, let it be in me, let it be a part of me. And every time, let's come to it with an openness that's going to allow something different to emerge. That's huge. That's huge. Sure. And in, but imagine if you did that with life as well. No, I get so, it. So one of the most important principles of conscious sexuality says our sexual experience is a reflection of our life. The pleasure that we allow ourselves in sex is the pleasure we allow ourselves in life. What you limit in your sexuality... You limit in your life. What you fear of, you fear also in your in sexuality and your, life. In your yeah. life, yeah. So you want to ask an interesting question. Mm -hmm. What stops you exploring your sexuality? What? Whatever it might oh, be. And then comes up some for you. So it can be, usually it will come up, your, your fears will come up. I'm yeah. sure fear is a big thing. So for some people, it will be the way that they were brought up. Yeah. The beliefs that they have. The roles that they have. So some people say, as a single person, there's certain things that I can do. When I become a husband or a wife, I can't do, I it can't anymore. do those anymore. Mm -hmm. When I become a parent, I have to behave so in a certain way. So what's the question way. again, John? What stops you exploring your sexuality? Hmm. And then if you're in a relationship, let's expand that and say, what stops you or what do you do that stops your partner exploring their sexuality? Hmm. That takes us to a very, very different place. Yeah. That's where we all need to stop and actually understand that we are stopping ourselves. Yeah. And we are stopping our partners. Yeah. And the only thing stopping us is ourselves generally mm. because we don't claim that for ourselves. So how much do you claim your absolute masculine energy? How much do you claim your absolute feminine energy? But to go to, yeah, to go to the extreme and to go to really touch the walls of your room, you know, you, let's say you, your, your being mm. is kind of a huge hole and to touch the world and, and the walls and to get mm. to know them is scary. So that's a fantastic idea because one of the ideas that we have is that your relationship and then your sexuality is a vessel hmm. that you are in. So the question then is what are you putting into that vessel? What are you creating that vessel from? Are you creating it from fear and limitation? Are you creating it from expansion and possibility? Are you creating it from love, from kindness, from compassion, from communication? Hmm. Or are you creating it from contraction? And then the pain that we have and the things that we do, the hurt that we cause ourselves and each other, the affairs that we have, the inauthentic Ways that we express our sexuality That makes holes in that vessel Yeah, the things and, we keep away from each other yeah. And by not being our real selves and From ourselves, that's true And that's the biggest thing So I came to this quite recently Where people say, so I protect my heart And I have all these walls up to defend myself So that I don't get hurt Okay, simple truth You are going to get hurt in life And if you love and you are willing to love You are going to get hurt They go hand in hand Yeah But it's not a semi-permeable membrane that mm. lets some stuff in and keeps some stuff out. You're open to it all because it's all part of that beautiful spectrum. Mm. And beyond that, the more important thing that it doesn't allow you to do is it doesn't allow you to share yourself. 
And that's the biggest thing. That's actually the problem. Yes. <laughs> it's not about what you're letting in or not. It's what you're not sharing of yourself. So your beauty, your uniqueness, your dreams, your fears, your hopes, your desires, everything about you, you're not sharing with your partner and with yourself and with your world. Cool. I understand uh, from a place, as you said, if I experience the world from a place of the world's going to hurt me, mm. my relationship and my sexual relationship with myself and with it's my not partner, gonna grow. it's, not gonna it's just staying, recycling something yeah. which is kind of a vague, a vague and fade mm. idea that I picked up somewhere along the religious education or, you know, my parents told me or I've seen it in movies yeah. and I'm kind of going to imitate it. Where do I say it? I'm not really living if it my life. Yeah, if it doesn't amount to what you're seeing, it's that's the, not. That's the thing with sex and with relationships is it's not our story. We're telling the story of our families. We're telling the story of our parents, of our religion, of our society. We haven't created and written that story for ourselves. So it means we have to start thinking, what do I want from my pleasure experiences? What do I want from my relationship. Let's go back to that ear orgasm. <laughs> yes. I'm really interested about that. Jonti, is it true or did you find, um, hi, did you find, um, some kind of evidence in your non-clinical world that, um, when you arouse other erogenous zones, and by the way, we went to check the origin of the word Erogenous, and it's mm-hmm. from the word eros, and, uh, and it's really cool. So, uh, so it's any area that has that has some kind of stimu- mm. makes some kind of stimulation for yourself, right? Yeah. So, when you have a proper, people like to call it foreplay, but I think it's the the biggest one of the biggest. You know, it's it's a fraud. What is foreplay? It's mm. a it's already the play. It's not to get into the pussy. Yeah, Sorry. that's the yeah. no, no. That's the delusion. It's that's it, that, that's what it's you've like, been Oh, I need to. to give her yeah. foreplay. Oh, she's such a bitch. Calling you know, twenty minutes every yeah. time. I need to pleasure <laughs> to get into the hole, and that's a problem by itself. But did you find that once you arouse more areas, once you really get the the, the pleasure energy going, that actually. The heights? Is it like a, a snowball effect? Is it like a fire? Is it, what is it exactly? Because I discovered many times that if there is a lot of mind work and, and there is a lot of different uh, arousal, arousal um, states, then the penetration and even the orgasms can be much higher, much in, mm-hmm. more intense. But that's for me. So I was just wondering, what? how do you call it or how will you call it a rule of thumb of getting that sexual fire? From not only penetration, you know, goal of orgasm. Mm. It's a really cool question, actually. And there's different aspects to it. Okay. So it's to understand that the more you wake up all of that sexual energy in your body, and the more you wake up all the different parts of your body, and the more different channels of arousal open, the more arousal will come in different ways all the time. So sometimes it is a snowball that just kind of gathers as it rolls downhill and it gets bigger and bigger. And sometimes it's this explosive fire. And sometimes it's this incredible wave out in the ocean that's just kind of building and going and growing. So it's all of these different things. But the more the channels are open and the more your body is open, the more you will get aroused often quite quickly in different ways. And that's the important thing is – it's going to be different every time. Mm. 
And that's, that's the beauty that's of the it. Beauty. So sometimes it's about incredible orgasms. And sometimes it's about being in these waves of pleasure that move through you that are not about an orgasm. So it's about being orgasmic. Ooh, that's a big term. And, and being orgasmic. Goddamn, that's deep. For Friday morning, it's half past ten, guys. We haven't even scraped the afternoon and we're already this deep. And what? you didn't even have any beer this morning My on the show. God, yeah, no, that's, that's intense, man. Yeah. Shit. So being orgasmic is about being in an orgasmic state. It's not having an orgasm. But that's exactly the point. Not to get to a stimulation that orgasms you. Yeah. But you drive. But you become the orgasm and the orgasm becomes you. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. It's true, dude. It's true. And instead of being about making love, it's about love making you. What? Shit. Somebody has lost the plot. Yeah, no, this is, this is in my mind now. So let the orgasm make you. Hmm. Instead of you you being Instead of you Let me give having you an, an orgasm, let orgasm let have an Eric. Be <laughs> yes. orgasmic. Did so your what? orgasm has had an Eric this morning? Did, no, his orgasm had a John D. <laughs> I'm hoping so. Had a, um, tomorrow. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you don't know. Eric, Eric, oh, no, no. You don't okay, know. Okay, Eric, okay. I am really fond of you. You are not part of my <laughs> orgasmic <laughs> landscape. But that's what I'm saying. You had it's a John okay. D. It's okay. You can be all in mine. Um, oh, but hey, think man. about that this way, Eric. If you're like you're going down on your girlfriend, right? Yeah. Your wife. Sorry, of course you're getting. I don't. I don't. Before. Me, Mary. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Okay. okay. So Let's then she starts moaning. <laughs> right. And you lick harder and faster because you want to bring her to an orgasm. Usually, usually you'll put the fingers in or a fist or whatever makes her happy, right? So no, right. yes. No, 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 I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening. I want to see what this is going. Going again. down, you know what it means. Okay. Yeah, right, right. So, <laughs> so. So, the, so the you've thing, said something really important there. I want to come back to. Okay. Carry on. Okay. So Carry the, on. The, the 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 what I'm what I mean is that usually that's exactly the 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 equivalent. Then you can understand. We rush just to to emphasize and amplify that sensation to an orgasm. But what we don't know that if you would have stopped. Start a different wave, then no, that, some that, kind of swirling energy, some kind of a different vibe would start of teasing. The mind starts working. Then she thinks, huh, "Is he going to start? Is he going to stop? What is he doing?" All these Stay elements acting and reacting. Yeah, let's you're say absolutely right about mm, all of that. Okay, but let's add one all thing right. to it because you're absolutely okay. correct. And that's just an example for no, me of not you, pursuing an orgasm. Yeah, it's beautiful. But mm-hmm. let's add one thing. Okay, and. It's something that I'm going to write a lot about in the coming weeks, which was the the myth of male sexuality. Hmm. And (laughs) the basic myth of male sexuality, and a general statement, men know what they're doing. And women should Male sexuality is the more powerful sexual energy. (laughs) If I could do it. (laughs) There we go. Absolutely. That was a really good one. Thank you. So one of the most amazing things... When you're doing something that's good, don't change it. Don't go harder. Don't go was, faster. Don't do anything was, else. Thinking because of the acting Stay and reacting, there. it becomes a bit mm. of a problem. Yeah. Don't move. Mm. And mm. a lot of it, a lot about penetration, is about what I've started to call the rhythm of pleasure. Okay. There's a rhythm to sex. Sure. That's what moves. Energy. That's what moves and builds pleasure. And it's sorry to just to cut you mm. for a second to give an example, like the touch that you te- you teach in sensual mm. massage, the the even the the different rhythms. It's so important. Yeah. That what makes a massage 
sensual yeah. massage. So sex is exactly the same. When something is feeling amazing, don't change it. Stop. Don't ch- be there. Hmm. So here, you want some amazing rhythm, guys. Little mini masterclass in sex. So, interesting thing for a lot of men to do this stuff is you have to develop sexual control. What? <laughs> yeah, sure. Because <laughs> if you don't have that, forget it. You are not going to be able to give her the pleasure that she wants. Sure, biologically. And that she needs. Yeah. And you are not going to be able to take yourself to the higher levels of pleasure. Hmm. So, little mini masterclass in the art of fucking. Yes, I'm writing it down. Okay, so you want more of this stuff? Come to Sexpo. I'm definitely going to be at Sexpo. <laughs> I mean, you guys invited me. I have to be there. We did I invite have to. you. I have to. Cool. But we I need to go now. You. I mean, I'll be here next week. I so I'm going to write show. you down. What, the is the staying, <laughs> what is the staying for, for, for half a show, Eric? <laughs> I've got plans. I've, I've got other things I need to he's do. He's really, and stuff. he's enjoying I'm, I'm a young man. Learning. Yes, I'm, I'm learning more than one thing at once. And this is part of the education. Jonty, when it gets <laughs> deep, Eric is flying. Eric, we love you. Bye. Okay, so here are some. Really Art of safe. fucking tip. So you have to have some really good sexual control. Sometimes lube is incredibly helpful for this. So here are some really beautiful rhythms. The first one is a really slow stroke. So this is like the ultimate. This is like the expanded orgasm of sex. It's called slow union. So look into each other's eyes because the eye contact creates the intimacy. And then there's a breath involved. You're breathing in and out at the same time. A nice deep breath. It's not a forced breath, just nice and deep. So as you slide into your partner, and one stroke is a full breath. So one full breath sliding in, and one full breath sliding out. And that's all that you do. Don't go harder. Don't go faster. Don't do anything other than that. Breathe and feel. Really, really The most beautiful sensations. Hmm. Next one is a Taoist rhythm. So the Taoist sexual traditions have been around for thousands of years. Mm. And it's really part of the art of pleasure. Nine very shallow strokes, one very deep stroke. Nine very shallow, one very deep. And you do it nine times. And the rhythm? So it's really, it's quite a slow Slide one. in. One very shallow, one very deep. Okay. So your very deep one can be slow, and it can be really fast and hard. Uh, but you know. And all of that sends these shockwaves of energy mm. through your partner and through you. And I want to tell you guys something. When you get into the higher levels of sex and when you really become open, what happens is your body starts to drink her pleasure. The skin of your cock absorbs her pleasure. Like energetically. Yes. And so you absorb her energy into you. It becomes an even greater arousal. And you both expand into this pleasure. And you just drink her pleasure in. Because there's this beautiful alchemical exchange of bodily fluids in this. 
mm. and you drink that into you. You drink it in physically, you drink it in energetically, you drink it in emotionally, and it expands your pleasure. You become more sensitive, and your cock feels like it's even bigger and growing and expanding mm. with the energy. I wonder how many people can really relate to what you're saying now, Jonti, honestly, because I can understand it from a from touching, you know, the the maybe let's say homeopathic mm. dosage. I've I've participated i've i've practiced not as much as you obviously <laughs> Ten thousand hours of you way past your ten thousand hours a long time ago but i'm wondering how many people can understand what you're saying right now it, it does sound very appealing and i wonder what will be the first few tools to get into that energetic space what will be you know eye gazing already something that people don't understand they never looked in their partner mm. eyes while they're having sex um being conscious, being present, feeling not feeling vulnerable and shameful of their body, all those things. I wonder how many people can really understand and relate uh, to it. Well, it depends what you want from your pleasure. Mm, that's and exactly the extension it. is it depends what you want from your life. So would you like your life to be this amazing adventure hmm. of fun, of excitement, of love, of discovery? Or do you just want to kind of live this safe little life? And if you want to live like that, then you're going to have that kind of pleasure. Yeah. And if you want more, then you're going to have and create more or different. And there's no judgment on either one of them. It's simply a choice. Do you want to be the fullness of who you are? Do you want to have this incredible life? Or do you just want to kind of go through the motions yeah. and it's mm -hmm. been nice? Thank you very much. <laughs> If you want to do that, don't come play with us. <laughs> Where about the other stuff? How many orgasms can a woman or a man have? Does it, is it the same kinds of orgasms? Like no, it's different kinds of orgasms. Okay. And it becomes kind of at a point where the numbers forget, forget about that. But I want, to, I want to share something from my life that I feel that if you are doing the same postures mm -hmm. and if you are getting the same... Kind of, even if it's really exciting and really beautiful and a lot of, you know, a lot of giving from my partner, it's kind of getting to, let's say, three, four different types of orgasms. Like I can feel one is very contractive, one is expanding, mm. expand, like you can feel more waves, one I can't touch anymore, one I want to continue, one is I'm completely zoned out for 15 minutes. So uh, I wonder, can you control it? Can you? Can you aim for a certain orgasm? Yes, because certain energy states or certain movements will get you into hmm. some of those spaces. So it's about the movement, about the rhythm, about yeah. the energy you're developing. And the preparation. Okay. So certain pre-sex um, processes and exercises will help you get into certain energy states. So, for example, if you're going to do something that's really gentle and soft and slow, then certain really gentle breathing, things like dancing hands, will help you get into that space. If you want fire sex, then you want some fire exercises that are really going to expand and grow that. So there's no doubt about it. You have to learn. Yes. Simple truth. Sex mm -hmm. is an art and a science. So the science is learning about each other's bodies, where everything is, what it is, how do you find it, what do you do with it when you find it, moving energy, breathing, different techniques. The art is the connection, the intimacy, the understanding of energy that makes that possible. 
Very interesting question we got here. Says, I am totally and utterly in love with my girlfriend, but our relationship is changing to a more deeper love where in the beginning we were very experimental. I almost struggle now to pause my love and treat her like my little slut again. I feel like I can't push the boundaries in a way because I worship her and respect her too much. It's a fantastic question. So, here's the answer. Hmm. Here's an answer. An answer. Because as soon as we think we've got the answer, we have a problem. Because then we stop looking. <laughs> and what we think of as the answer, sometimes it's just one piece of the puzzle. Yeah, and it will transform again. And it's one level and one layer. So here is an answer. In the fullness of your relationship and in the fullness of your pleasure... Every aspect of you and your partner want the space to be expressed. Which means inside of her is this little slut that might want to be dominated, that might want to be grabbed, that might want her hair pulled, that might want to be pushed up against the wall and kissed really hard. And then you just walk away and you leave her there panting. And then she might want to be thrown on the bed and her clothes literally ripped off and fucked hard and you walk away. And then tomorrow night she wants to be loved and caressed and worshipped. And then the next night she wants your head between her legs for an hour minimum. (laughs) And everything else. The fullness of that expression allows all of us to be there. That's the beauty and that's the power. And that's the authenticity. In all of that, she'll surrender because that allows all of her as a woman to be expressed. In that, it allows all of you as a man to be expressed. The masculine presence is something that we have lost as men. It's inside every one of us. It's there. You might have to go way back in time mm. to find it, but it's there. The masculine presence says that you create that space for her to be all that she can be. Which means you have to acknowledge all of yourself as a man. Wow. Can you be enough For her to release and reveal and express all that she is. Can you let her be that absolute slut goddess who is going to rip you to pieces physically, mentally, emotionally and ask for more? And can you be that man who is going to hold her through the night with such gentleness and with such strength? And can you be that man who is going to look at her and those eyes and that gaze is going to go deeper and deeper right into her heart? And can you be a man who is going to worship her? And can you be a man who is going to rip her apart? And reach into her body and put her heart in your hands and eat it. John T should write more. It's beautiful. That's your masculine presence. It is there 
so fully it's not a 30 second orgasm on Saturday night and maybe a blowjob on Sunday morning really? That's fine. It's nice. It's cool. No, it's not because actually you're thinking that I'm off the hook. It's not fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. No, Mm-mm. it's not. And we have accepted and allowed ourselves to be so much less than we are. Mm-hmm. And it serves our world because the bigger picture is if we're all little subservient people, sure. then our world carries on the way it is. You want to change the world, change the way you have sex. Mm-hmm. True. If it's compassionate and it's intimate and it's vulnerable, it's all of those things. Then you will have more of that in your life as well. You want to give your children a different world, become a different person, different lover. Yeah, and that's not just a lover of women or a lover of men. It's a lover of life. It's the relationship that you craft. It's the way that you look at money in the world. It's all of those things. And that's what sex is really all about. It's a portal into all of that. And along the way, the pleasure that happens is absolutely mind-blowing. I attended um, a talk that York gave yesterday, Mm -hmm. my partner, and um, it was in the university and it was around entrepreneurship and it was around thinking out of the box and Mm. basically understanding um, who are the clients that you're looking for or how do you find more clients and it was it was quite interesting the thing that came out for me was that a bunch of people that paid shitloads of money for their education all did MBAs Mm -hmm. and most of them have very good salaries all getting out of the comfort zones and they're sitting in a room and they're all wasting time on something which their goal is really unknown, but they're handling more of their creativity. They're allowing their juices flowing just while talking and exposing to more and more vibes, mm. more and more people, which from you know my perspective, this is not what you do in a university because <laughs> you should learn something. And that was their way of getting a concept and then experimenting with one another. And for me, it just threw me back to here to this space energetically doesn't matter when you stop saying I know the best lover is the one who doesn't know Mm. the one who feels the one who's present the one who's experimenting the one who wants to know is it good or even as you said why does it have to be good it can be also interesting it can be wow it can be whoa it can be shocking it can be even you know uh, rejecting you in a way all these things are a part of wow are a part of living yeah yeah So when we shift perspective, then we start to shift possibilities. So how many people were there yesterday? 40. 40, okay. So how many of those 40 people who will consider really smart people because of what they've achieved in one way? Hmm? So they have a certain level of intellectual ability. Brain brain capacity and so on. Let's call it that. So how many of those 40 people would spend a tenth of that time learning about love? Learning about sex, learning about relationship. That's all. Maybe they will be more open after explaining that link, that Mm. it's energy is energy is energy. Energy you invest in your wife Mm. or energy you invest in your partner, energy you invest in your business is the same. You're going to see growth. Look at the amount of, of time and effort and energy we spend on learning about 
Sex jobs that we yeah, have. Much more. Mm-hmm. And how much time do we spend learning about love? No, but you're supposed to know it, Jonty. Don't you know? And it's built in. That's why we have the kind of relationships that, that we, we have, do. Yeah. That's why Mediocracy we have. Mediocracy. Yeah. And that's why so many people are having affairs, are doing all sorts of things that are essentially not a, an expression of their authentic mm. selves. What's the value? They don't understand. They don't. They haven't been exposed to the, the idea of the value mm. of being authentic. The value it comes usually as as you always explain as a default when you get to pain, when you get to difficulty, when you get to recycling mm. two, three, four relationships. You understand it's the same shit. So interesting thing is that more second marriages fail than first marriages. No, well, you basically recycling. That, yeah, that we don't learn mm. because if you did, you would do it differently. To learn to hold the space will be a good start as well. How do you hold the space of your your woman or your man? Doesn't matter of actual losing control, actually being in those mm. waves of pleasure that sometimes tears come out, sometimes other emotions, sometimes trauma, and sometimes just even shocking waves of pleasure, which you look like you're possessed with demons. Absolutely. And that is the scariest stuff. Some people don't say this is not sexy. Uh-uh, dude. They don't think but it's this way. all of who we are. Mm. And if we're going to go on this journey, we have to be willing to understand and accept that all of us can come out in that space. And if I love you, then love is I want you to be all of you. That's a hard thing. Because if I'm going to be there, I have to see things that are going to really challenge me maybe. But in that is amazing possibility for myself. Because firstly, I'm going to share those same parts of me. And then we're giving each other the freedom to be who we are. Would you recommend eargasms? <laughs> I would recommend eargasms for everybody. The hmm. same with like the sacrum. You said that's a good place to start to massage it gently to yeah, just because your sacrum can trigger orgasms. Mm. Anything can once those channels are open. And then it's not about this goal oriented thing of orgasm, it's about pleasure. It's more to be. It's about love, it's about connection, it's about the moment, intimacy, celebration and laughter and tears and can you do that? You want to do that? Have a laughtergasm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just laugh and let yeah. it be there. And after you've had an orgasm, can you collapse with laughter? It's, it's just the most amazing, it is. beautiful it is. feeling. It is. It's that's that's the, one of the gifts that it just throws. That's a great way to understand energy. That this transformed to that and. Sexual pleasure becomes, mm. you know, creativity and more ideas for your business. And then you become more interested in life and you want to live more and you want to have more. And this is kind of a beautiful feedback. You know, it's like a closed circuit of mm. actually positive feedback. And that's a way to also, you know, people say, no, I'm a positive person. You know, don't stay in your comfort zone. They stay in the mind. They stay in the brain. Yeah. Okay? And, and our will supports that. It supports much more about thinking than about feeling. Your information is in your thoughts. Your knowledge is in your energy. Mm. Your knowledge is in your body. 
That's where we know stuff, not the thoughts. My friend wrote on Facebook, I experience, uh, that's why, how do you, how do you say that famous sentence? I think, therefore I am. Therefore I am. So he said, I experience that for I am. Hmm. And I, I would much more resonates with me than the other one. Hmm. And John T, just for two, I know it's kind of like facts that everybody maybe know, but if you want to have an orgasm that is through a real building of energy, is it like time related? Is it like 20 minutes, five minutes? No, it's not 40? always about time. It's about presence. Okay. That's because, for sure. Because presence creates often intensity. Okay. So it can be a very intense moment. It can be very short, but it can be very intense if you're fully present. It's, so it's very much about being present. You become more present by getting out of your head and out of the thoughts and more into your body. Hmm. What is the biggest key for that? Your breath. Oh, wow. So focus on breathing in and breathing out. It keeps you, it keeps you connected. Yeah, and breathing in and breathing out. So yeah, what's heart the long, breath. Oh, heart breath. Heart yeah. breath. You yeah. want to learn something amazing. Yes, I'm writing. Heart breath. Very, very simple. I'm going to tweet it now. So your heart has an energy field that you can measure about three meters from the body. So as you breathe in, imagine that you're breathing into your heart center in the middle of your chest. And as you breathe out, you're breathing out your heart center. And it's quite a slow six count. So it's just a really nice deep breath, not a forced breath, that you're just breathing in. And you're breathing out. Oh, we can do some real heavy breathing here, baby. With a squirting <sighs> show. Mm. <sighs> yeah, I can Just, definitely go there. And suddenly everybody outside <laughs> is looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. breathe in, breathe out through your heart. And the more you do that, the more you'll be in your body, the more you will be present. Andromymetophilia. I don't have it anymore. Is it gone? It's gone. Look what happens when you have so much <laughs> no, pleasure. It's from the past. That's uh, finished. When a woman is sexually aroused by dressing, acting, or being treated like a man. Wow. That's. Andromymetophilia? Andro. Can you explain the words now? It's too scientific. Blah, blah, yes, blah. Andro is about the gender. Okay. My meto is dealing more with the masculine, mm. and the philia is the attraction. So it's not a person who's. Identify themselves as No, they just get turned on by dressing like a man Or acting wow. like a man Or being treated like a man I didn't do that before There we go So, hmm. go home Practice Get it. one of your shirt and ties Put it on <laughs> When he walks in, give him a big slap on the back Can I get you a beer, bud? And there you go And see what his response is Yeah, I might be getting turned on But he's going to run a mile <laughs> You might just at that I like that And thank you so much for I think uh, We forget Breath Breath Just breathe. Presence Be there breathe. And you know Try to get the, the obstacle Out of the way What doesn't allow you To be breathe. present What doesn't allow you To breathe That's it So if you want to be part Of our adventure At Sexpo We still have Place for a couple of people I'm going in the to pop it on the, on the Twitter And, and sales people So you can make Some nice money And we'll be part on, of This beautiful adventure Yeah we'll put on Facebook as a pin to top, so people who want to contact can just reply to that message directly to you. And Twitter will pin it also on the top and of Sex Talk. Come and learn. Come join us in Mozambique. We still have two places. I love available. the commercial. Oh, wow. And um, you got to watch the Sexpo ad on YouTube with Donald Trump. We'll put it out on our Twitter thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's really awesome.
We wish you so much pleasure. And more. Cliffcentral.com.